I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. At the Geneva International Motor Show in Qatar this year, Entop, an Afghan car design studio, unveiled the Simurgh, the country's first indigenously developed supercar. Named after the mythical bird from ancient Persian mythology, this car is meant to reflect the quote-unquote truth of Afghanistan, or rather, a different side of it, one that is not about repression and inequality, but represents art and heroism. At least that's how Muhammad Reza Ahmed, the CEO of Entop, as well as the chief engineer and designer of the car, envisions it. And while with a four-cylinder engine and sleek black body, it's very easy to mistake his car for the Batmobile, the heroism claim is a bit hard to digest. Because after three decades of instability, the Taliban took control of the country in 2021, followed by an exodus of people fearing for their very freedom. After a war, a pandemic, and a new repressive regime, the economy is still left to pick itself up. And behind the car's shiny veneer, as seen in Doha. The inside lies unfinished and hidden away. In a sense, the outer luxury gives way to a dilapidated interior, just like the Intercontinental, which is Afghanistan's first luxury hotel. As a Swiss Daily points out, overlooking Kabul, this hotel has acted as the throne to whoever is ruling the country, be it kings, presidents, American diplomats, Russian officials, or the Taliban itself. And when the hotel had opened first in 1969. It was the very zenith of Afghanistan's social scene, featuring lavish parties, pop concerts, and decadent lifestyles. But since then, much like its almost namesake in the John Wick series, this hotel has experienced bombardments, sieges, and assassinations. For that matter, it's even housed one of the most notorious terrorists of her time, Osama bin Laden. And today, it mostly stands vacant, running on half power, heavily surveilled, and without an echo of music in its halls. But in spite of all of this, its long-serving staff, along with the newer Taliban management, is actually trying to cling to its former glory. The Taliban fundamentalists truly echo sentiments of conservative leaders in trying to make the intercontinental great again. And that says a lot about the regime's priorities, right? Anyway, back to the supercar. So back in January, a Taliban minister had praised the car on social media, while Entop actually had to crowdfund one lakh thirty thousand dollars from more than forty-five thousand people just to get the Simurgh all the way to Doha. And well, now Entop is actually dreaming of entering the car in Le Mans, the twenty-four-hour endurance race. But that will only be possible after another thirty-two million dollars get crowdfunded. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for October 11th, 2023. Last week, the Enforcement Directorate or the ED summoned Dr. Ranbir Kapoor, and if you're wondering why. Kapoor has gotten himself in a bit of a pickle for allegedly endorsing an online gambling platform called Mahadev Online Book Betting App. The ED has been on the tail of such sketchy and often illegal online gambling companies for quite a while now. But this one case, the Mahadev Online Gambling Scam, really takes the cake. 
So two men hailing from Chhattisgarh were the masterminds behind it. And over the course of the scam, they were reportedly raking in up to 200 crore rupees a day. I'm sure you're wondering what's the grand total. Well, the ED alleges that the kingpins of the Mahadev scam have stacked up a whopping 5000 crore rupees. But who are these two men from Chhattisgarh? What was their modus operandi? Let's dive in right away. The Mahadev gambling scam has five key pieces in the puzzle. An online betting app, some neighborhood bookies, those sneaky benami bank accounts, a little help from someone in the local government, and of course our two kingpins. So kingpin number 1, 43-year-old Ravi Upal had reportedly been involved in betting for over a decade. And he crossed paths with kingpin number 2, 28-year-old Saurav Chandrakar in a local pawn shop in the town of Bhilai in Chhattisgarh. And according to the Indian Express, the two guys hit it off over chai and cricket. The newspaper citing local police reported that Ravi soon realized that his buddy from the pawn shop had some strong local connections that could come in handy for recruiting skilled bookies for the betting app. And well apparently Saurabh bought into the idea and the two pals got cracking on creating an online betting app. And that's how the Mahadev app reportedly came into being around 2017. But it didn't really start gaining users until the pandemic year of 2020. But once it had gained traction, our founders also relocated to Dubai where they operated the app. So now let's talk about the modus operandi. To attract users to sell them the promise of making some quick cash by betting on cricket, badminton and even elections, Ravi and Saurabh used to advertise contact numbers on websites. These contact numbers reportedly could only be reached through WhatsApp. Once the user gave in to the temptation, they would be given two separate contact numbers. one for depositing money into benami bank accounts to collect points used for placing bets and the other for getting in touch with the mahadev app to cash in on those points if they won their bets and you know the drill just like any other gambling platform the ed alleges that this one was rigged in a way where overall our mahadev folks didn't lose money but instead they hooked users with initial winnings and once the gambling addiction set in users would start losing money and our kingpins would be rolling in dough but could you notice that there's a loophole in there if ravi and saurabh are in dubai who is managing the cash flow and that's actually where the local bookies come into play the indian express once again quoting local police reported that about 150 young men from up bihar mp chatisgarh and jharkhand were whisked away to dubai for some training while some of them stuck around there the rest was sent back to india to handle business on this end so these young bookies were the ones in charge of managing the cash flow and reportedly one of the money laundering tricks involved reaching out to unsuspecting folks in slum areas and lower income communities grabbing the upi details and making transactions in return they toss a small amount to these folks for the use of their bank accounts this is a little bit like the plot of the netflix show jamtara no So a local bookie told the Indian Express that Mahadev had 250 branches each with seven men handling the behind the scenes action and some of these branches were in Chhattisgarh which leaves a question mark hanging over the local government In August the ED arrested four individuals in connection with the Mahadev money laundering scam and one of them happened to be assistant sub inspector Chandra Bhushan Verma The ED alleged that Verma who is a member of the Chhattisgarh police accepted a bribe of rupees 65 crores some of which he allegedly funneled to senior police officials to water down the cases filed against mahadev by the local police 
He purportedly even facilitated access to government officials for a two kingpins, Ravi and Saurabh. Man, this is one heck of an elaborate scam. But how did the ED catch wind of it? Well, reportedly the agency's alarm bells started ringing when Saurabh threw a lavish 200 crore wedding bash in Dubai. And what has it that he flew his relatives in on private jets? So perhaps at the end, this scam serves an unintentional lesson on not splurging too much cash on weddings. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written and researched by Dhruv Sharma and Anup Semwal. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan. Produced by Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.